Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. A great start. Frank Morano, Curtis Sliwa, Lara Trump, all great. Still to come, Joseph Takapina, Judge Janine Pirro, Alan Dershowitz, Miranda Devine, and more. You know, I do want to wish my next-door neighbors in Bell Harbor in Rockaway, two really great people, Billy Felton, who was a courageous fireman, and his uh, beautiful wife, Jackie. Billy and Jackie Felton, they've got three adorable little kids. Back when I moved into my house... Their little girl brought over ices, Billy went and got in Brooklyn, from Dolly's, and I never forgot that. Anyway, Billy and Jackie are celebrating their wedding anniversary today. I think it's 11 years. Either way, we can't wait to get home, hopefully sometime before the end of May, which Eclipse is working hard. Uh, We do want to wish Billy and Jackie Felton a very happy anniversary. My next guest is also a Sid babe. In fact, when I do the new New York Post ad, for Sid and Friends, he's going to be one of those 12 pictures. You can follow him on Gordon G. Chang on Twitter. And when it comes to Asia or Russia or anything outside this country and in this country, there's nobody better. So with that said, here he is, my friend Gordon Chang. Gordo, happy Friday morning. How are you? I'm fine, Sid, and happy Friday to you, too. Thank you. I, I want to take the, the Trump indictment and uh, kind of throw you into these other people's bodies. Uh, of course, you don't know the real answer, but... You know these people well enough to give me a a decent answer, and that is Ping in China this morning, Putin in Russia this morning, uh, Rocket Man in North Korea this morning. They see this ridiculous Trump indictment. I know they're keeping up on it. And what do you think they're thinking today? Yeah, um, Xi Jinping has allowed a lot of derision about um, Trump on social media. So Trump is being called a comrade nation builder. In other words, what he's doing is bringing down the United States. Now, um, of course, this is ridiculous, but this is what uh, Beijing is allowing on social media platforms. Um, Because really right now, I think that the main Communist Party and central government platforms don't really know what to say. They've been pretty quiet, Um, and they will eventually come out until they figure out what they want to say. Um, but they are allowing, um, you know, mocking tones because they want to bring Trump down. I mean, they don't want to face Trump in 2024 um, or 2025 when he would be inaugurated. They prefer, um, you know, the guy who's there right now, who they um, they've, they've got Biden's number for whatever reason, whether it's corruption or whether the guy just is completely outdated. They've got his number. It's both. He is a compromised, corrupt president, and they do have his number. And he's about as intimidating, quite frankly, as a burp in a windstorm compared to Donald Trump, who told, he didn't ask, he told these guys what they can and can't do. So it's a combination of both. So I'm not surprised to hear this, although it's still not great, that uh, Beijing and these other places, are much like a lot of Democrats in the United States, celebrating today. Yeah, and, and of course, because 
they don't want strong American leadership. So that's going to be, um, you know, the default position. No matter what the issue is, whether it's Trump or something else, they want a weak American leader so they can go and do what they want. Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin believe that they are driving events in the world and the U.S. is no longer a factor. And we are seeing China try to intimidate the rest of the world into that position. So anything that comes out of the U.S., that will be what they'll say. You know, Gordon, this uh, China-Taiwan thing uh, really started to heat up this week. And, you know, now, of course, uh, with the president of Taiwan coming there have been some threats from the Chinese government that if Kevin McCarthy actually sits and talks with this man, that uh, then we were really going to be in for a load of trouble. It does seem like no matter what we say, no matter what we do, these ridiculous threats from this feeble, feckless, inept Joe Biden, it does seem like China is absolutely going to invade Taiwan, not if, just a matter of when, and maybe very, very soon. So it's a simple question. Do you believe with the events of this week that that is happening sooner than we thought? And B, do you think that really could mean the start of World War III? Well, if China does invade Taiwan, that is World War III because we're going to see China's proxies like North Korea, Pakistan, Algeria, Iran go after their victims. Um, Whether it happens or not, um, I actually think that it will. Um, But, you know, it's a complex issue. There are a lot of reasons why Xi Jinping wouldn't invade But right now, um, I think they're extremely arrogant. They believe the United States won't oppose them. And I'm also believing that there's the real possibility of an accident. China is engaged in some very dangerous um, flights, uh, intercepting our planes and the planes of other countries in international airspace. One of those um, intercepts is going to go wrong, and that's how this war could start. So, yeah, on balance, I believe it will occur pretty soon, um, and we have got to be prepared. And we, as a nation, are not. Um, the Pentagon's not. Um, the Oval Office is not. And most Americans are not. And that's because of a failure of the leadership of Joe Biden. Yet he's on record more than once, and he's come under fire for this, as you know, Gordon, because he's not supposed to, quote, he's not supposed to say this, but he's been on record a couple of times in the last year and a half, saying, hey, if those Chinese go into Taiwan, they're going to have to deal with us. You're not supposed to say that, but he has said it. So he's kind of put us in a spot where we can't even get out of this. There's no wiggle room, right? There's none. Yeah. I mean, if, if the president of the United States, whoever it is, were to say to the Chinese, we're defending Taiwan, um, and the Chinese believe him, the Chinese will not invade. Now, the problem is there have been four times where Biden, when asked by a reporter, has said, yes, we're defending Taiwan militarily. The problem is that all four times um, his subordinates have walked it back. That shows disarray in the Biden administration. China sees the disarray. I don't think that they see the resolute comments from Biden. I think that they see that his administration is divided and that the president is not in charge. You know, I'm going to tell you something. You've been doing this with me for a long time. And a couple of months ago, Gordon, you would come on. And 90, I'm being honest here, 90% of the audience would go, I got to tell you, this guy, Gordon Chang, he's got it. He's exactly right. And 10% would go, this guy loves the drama. He loves to come on and talk about this stuff, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell you something, Gordon. That 10% that weren't believing a couple of months ago, they are now at the point where they actually think that bombs dropping in Times Square is no longer 
no longer an impossibility. So whether it's you or our government, somebody is convincing even the doubters that this is becoming a real dangerous situation. Yes. You know, Kyle Bass, the famous hedge fund manager, was on CNBC last night, and he said, um, unless there's an untimely death of Xi Jinping, war is certain. And that, I think, shows that there's been a change in opinion around uh, this country. You know, when we think about it, if there's war in Asia, um, it's going to be fought on American soil. On the very first day of that war, the Chinese are going to turn off our lights, going to turn off our water. They're going to detonate bombs across our country. Um, It is going to be chaos here. Remember, there's a lot of... um, On our southern border, there's that surge of Chinese refugees. Most of them are are real refugees. They want to get out of China. But we're starting to see young men of military age, unattached to family groups, come in across that southern border. I suspect a fair number of those are either Chinese military or Ministry of State Security here to create uh, – to engage in sabotage should war occur. You know, not only are they sending balloons here to spy on us, not only is the possibility of war, which you just laid out very eloquently, a real possibility, but now the economic front, too, and you also talked about the cyber warfare, obviously, shut down all of our of our grids. Now the economic uh, possibility of war is here because, correct me if I'm wrong, I think I may, I may have the specifics just off here, but did China not make a deal with some South American country this week to stop using the dollar as backup currency and, in fact, use something else, which, of course, will hurt the U.S. economy. Did that not happen this week? Yeah, it happened. It was Brazil um, and China entered into a preliminary agreement to conduct trade between the two countries in their either the Brazilian real or the Chinese renminbi. Um, so that, and- that, that, that's a big deal, right? I mean, that is that is the beginning of an economic war, no? Certainly it is. And you got to remember that the reason why this occurs is because Brazil has a new president, Lula. And why does president, why does Brazil have Lula? Because the Biden administration worked really hard to undermine the then existing Brazil president, um, Bolsonaro, Yar Bolsonaro, um, who was a conservative. And, and the reason why they did that was because Bolsonaro had good relations with the Trump administration. And so they decided to try to install Lula. Lula is now working with China against the U.S. You just can't. This is incomprehensible. The same thing is happening in the Middle East, where you have the Biden administration targeting former American allies like Saudi Arabia and the Gulf Cooperation Council states because they worked with Trump and they had the Abraham Accords, the most successful foreign policy in the United States towards the Middle East since FDR. And and Biden, because he believes in Iran, China, you know, Iran is is China's uh, proxy. Um, We Americans are now supporting Chinese policy that is targeting the United States in many regions around the world. Uh, This is just unbelievable. Unbelievable, Sid. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. 
So to wrap this up in a pretty little ball, one again, Gordon, I can't thank you enough. I love when you come on. I really do. Uh, much like uh, some of my family and friends, again, very anecdotal, but they're that stupid Democrats celebrating uh, today what really is an awful thing. It's awful no matter how good it goes for Donald Trump. It's an awful thing. Much like them, they are celebrating in Beijing, China as well this morning, yes? No, they certainly are. And as well, I'm sure Putin likes this as well as Kim Jong-un, not to mention whoever the leader in Iran is, the people in Algeria, um, the failed government in Pakistan. You know, this is just this is America's enemies rejoicing. (laughs) Horrible. Hey, Gordon, thank you again. Excellent, excellent job. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. We'll do it again soon, buddy. Thank you. Thanks so much, Sid. You're the man. The best. Gordon G. Chang. On Twitter, that wraps up another great hour. What an hour. What a last hour and 15 minutes between Frank Morano, Curtis Sliwa, Lara Trump, and Gordon Chang.